What is going on, fellas? It is the Loose Ledge, Adam Brooks, the MCW World Champion, and you are listening to Wrestling With Atheism. Damien. And my name is Joshua. And we are wrestling with atheism. Woo-hoo. Josh, how are you? Yeah. Well, I, I'm doing fine. Well, I hope this one goes smooth for us this time. Last time looked great. Um, just, just then now I had like a little lag. Well, it, it seems like it's working itself out. <laughs> okay. Good, good. Um, a little birdie tells me you've been boosted. Oh, indeed I have. Just X. last night, well, yesterday evening. Yeah, X, I, X marks the spot. I didn't really get a lot of symptoms. Okay. X marks the spot. I probably only had like a mild headache here and there through oh, the day, okay. but it was never anything major. No, fair enough. So do, do you have a sore arm? So I'm kind of fortunate for that so far. Do you have a sore arm? Oh, sore arm, yes. Okay. It's not as sore, sore as it would have been. The pharmacist told me just the more you moved around, the less it hurts, so I've been doing that. So yeah, fair enough. It's been working out. <laughs> no, cool. No, I I had my booster about three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I had a sore arm for about a week. It was just like, yeah, and then wow. my, my kids kept on hitting me in that arm accidentally, and it just never got better. Until... <laughs> so thanks, thanks, yeah. guys, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, um, I had I basically had a cold for a few days. Was was the worst of it, and so yeah, that's uh. That's pretty good. Well, thank you for doing your part to help keep everyone safe from uh, from COVID. Our last episode we did with the bad bad promos of all time. That was that was, that was hilarious. So oh, yeah. I thought, hey, let's <laughs> let's watch an old Royal Rumble and see what we can see what we can drag out of that. Partly for historical oh, yeah. value because you know it's interesting. Just it's interesting to see who's been in and who's out and all the character transitions. Um, and also the pr- production mm-hmm. values. You know how things were yeah. in the past. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so let's take a trip down, uh, trip down memory lane. Not that one. Oh yes. No, not the one. <laughs> trip down memory lane. Awesome. Oh, that iconic. So I'm just gonna pause, I'm just gonna pause it there, Josh. I think yeah, I think you were yeah. right in predicting the winner because this is the one where the winner got the got the belt. 
So yeah. usually the the winner of the Rumble gets the WrestleMania headline, the mm-hmm. headline spot WrestleMania for whatever championship they happen to be fighting for. But this one yeah. it was it was actually for the belt. Now, one thing I, mm-hmm. I have already noticed is that so this is the 1992 Royal Rumble. They're still calling it the Royal Rumble, whereas now they call it the Royal Rumble match. And that's always throwing me off because mm. you don't really need to call yeah. it the Royal Rumble match because it's not really a match. It's more of a, yeah. Whereas back in yeah. back in the 1990s, they were calling it the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, this is mm-hmm. not, not, nice little touch. Anyway, let's, let's continue on. It's <laughs> over the top and down to the to concrete to be eliminated. To beginning, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce to you the esteemed president of the World Wrestling Federation, Mr. Jack Tunney. Oh, I thought, I thought he was a face. Why is he getting, oh, yeah. why is he getting hate? Thank you very much, Howard. I would like to take this opportunity to officially welcome everyone who is watching this spectacular event with us. The winner of the, the this event will not only have the prestige of beating 29 other men, but will also be declared the undisputed World Wrestling Federation Champion. Come on, let's go. I would like to say in closing, may the best man win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mr. President. Wow, he's really getting some hate. This is a... And now, ladies and gentlemen, let us all find out oh, come on, who come drew on. number one for the Royal Rumble. Oh, come oh, on. President Jack Tunney is certainly... Oh, 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 oh yeah, that's right. I, this is one of my favorite wrestlers in the 90s, David, Davey Boy. The, yeah, the Bruce Bulldog. This is when he was, yeah, white, white hot baby face. This is... Oh, yeah. The long hair, the beads. The the cape, uh, yeah. Back when he was moving fairly smoothly as well, because yeah, unfortunately towards the end of his career he uh, didn't quite. So on commentary is the Brain and Drill Monsoon. The Brain, oh, but Bobby Heenan. That's right. Vince didn't commentate this one, did he? No. <laughs> Unless this is a voiceover. Oh, number two. Who's number two? Okay. Who was this? Oh, Who's coming? The million dollar oh, man. With with a sherry. With, what's what's she called? Sensational sherry. Sensational sherry. Oh, what's she called? I was gonna yeah. say sister, sister sherry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. yeah, she had a lot of different gimmicks. <laughs> she did. And I, I think, um, I think she's she definitely has a hall of fame career. She's very understated in mm-hmm. how she like. She was a great night. Oh, here, oh, the very sudden. Yeah. No, no ceremony here. <laughs> oh, here we go. Real off to kickoff. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're getting stuck in. All right, they're starting off high pace. Oh, there's a nice, nice couple of chops. But yeah, no, um, yeah. Sister Sherry, whatever, whatever sensational Sherry, Sister Sherry, whatever. No, I think she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I think. Um, what she, especially in the nineties, oh, yeah. what she gave to the wrestlers and. Yeah, so you're saying that yeah, she'll uh, yeah, she'll make it into uh... well, so, so so she should. Yes, yeah, the... so... yeah, she she mentored so many great mm. uh, 
in-ring talent. Oh, gut wrench suplex. Like, yes, like, it's, 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 it's kind of hard to write the history of wrestling without her. <laughs> Indeed. Um, the Million Dollar Man is actually probably one of the one of the best performers as well. Um, one of the best performers who never won a title. Yes, and I and I always kind of take the uh, the Ted DiBiase championship as if you know what I think he's won a title, and then, then like you go back and think of it, he never had, and it, it just kind of it, it just baffles me that. Mm. You know, you, know, you know, like, there's so many great wrestlers never to win the title. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Oh, uh, he's got, he, he Whoa, DiBiase's out. He's out, he's oh, out. Oh, my so... God, we're, we're talking up this guy, <laughs> and and uh, and he, he's he's out with it before the the third person comes out. Indeed, yeah, that's. He's upset. Why would he be upset? Because he got thrown. <laughs> he's a heel, that's why. <laughs> Okay, who's next? Oh, yes. Who's next? All right. Number three. Oh. The man. The man. And Rick. Who's, who's up with him? Who's Claire. With him? Did he have a manager in this? Yeah, he came, he came with someone. Uh, this was... camera's so close to him. It's... Yes, I... Ah, Mr. Perfect. They pull off. Oh, Mr. Perfect, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you notice, I, I don't think this was the point where they they brought the music out for each entrance yet. No, no, it was just a. Because notice, there's not the ring and there's just like there's like a little click sound every time somebody comes out. Mm. And I think that kind of adds. Uh, yeah, I actually quite like it. It's fairly quick. It's a lot less showy. It's uh, more more down to the contest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's more. It, it's less produced. Mm. It's more about, you know, <laughs> the content that's going on in the ring, indeed, the sport. Indeed, indeed. And, oh, we're... Uh, and this is kind of what I with all the uh, WWE pay-per-views is that there's basically the same show just with um, different stories attached. You know, the mm -hmm. same really high production value, the same, the same set... You know, yeah, th that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You're right. Whereas, yeah, this is a lot more basic. It's. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, he's he's a great heel. That that Ric Flair guy. Yes, uh, dirtiest player in the game. <laughs> yeah. Then Flair, he he still looked good here. Man, mm -hmm. he he's uh. I wonder oh, how old he's Flair he, was he's be, at this uh, point. He probably would be late thirties, early forties. Oh, he's begging off. This is what he. This is what he does. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. I... <laughs> Typical Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Number four. Jerry Sags. Oh, he, is that Jimmy Hart? He's coming that out. That is Jimmy with? Hart. That is Jimmy the Hart. Mouth of the South. Okay. Now, Mouth of South, where was he from? I actually do not remember. I, uh, <laughs> all I can tell you is somewhere down south. <laughs> okay. But the, the problem is in America, down south could be anywhere from Arizona to yeah. Florida. To New Orleans. Okay, oh, those so, so two heels the on, knife -head cop. Yeah, so two heels on one baby face because that's, mm -hmm. that's how you build a show. 
Um, yeah, the Nasty Boys. Oh, they yeah. were. Um, I love the Nasty Boys when, uh, yeah, when when I was a kid. They, uh, yeah, they were very rough, very uh, straight at it. Mm-hmm. They were sort of like they remind me a lot of the Steiner Brothers. Oh, they do, huh? Yeah, just, just in that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very stiff and they're very, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched much of them growing up at all. So, so this right here is just like a like a refresher to me, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. And I think that that missing two thirty. What? Oh. Is he going to eliminate it? No, he hasn't touched. Oh, he is now. Not yet. And now he's gone. <laughs> oh, okay, he's back, back one-on-one. David Boy punter to the crowd. The crowd's going crazy already. This is too early in the match. They're getting a good pop from the crowd here. Oh, there's there's a few play chops. Oh, yeah. I think mine is a li- little bit behind. Three, two... One is Haku. Okay, Haku. Or when he went to WCW, he was Meng. Oh. Oh, and he's 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 obviously healed mm-hmm. in, in this in this iteration. Yeah. yeah. But um. See most. He doesn't say. Um, I see most of the hills probably going. They go straight for the baby faces. And, oh no, no. At this point, this yeah, point, he, David he, Boy, David Boy might have been the only baby face in the match so far. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Haku, one of the apparently one most legitimately tough people you know ever in in the wrestling business. Oh, you don't say. That's uh, and this is this is the thing, like. Um, Fijian, Tongan, Samoans, the the Pacific Island mm-hmm. people are just genetically very tough, big, strong people. Oh, pile driver! Yeah, oh, he took his <laughs> wow. pile driver pretty well. <laughs> wow! The flares back, raking the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think knee drops coming up. Yep. Oh. Go love Bobby Heaney. Oh, kick in the face. Oh, getting felt too good. <laughs> no. Um, those pants though from uh, Haku, my gosh, they are they they will stand oh. out. Yeah, they are flamboyant to say the least. <laughs> um, and, and, and I don't think anyone's going to say anything to to Haku about them. No, no. You say you say something about it, you're, you're probably not going to come out, <laughs> you know, like like with a fresh, clean, unscathed face. Oh, here, here we go. Here's a. Here's oh, a, ladies a tr- and gentlemen, here's a troublemaker. Yes, and he he was known all about troublemaking in the nineties. Mm. How many nicknames he had? Like like. Like Michaels had probably the record with the most nicknames in WWE history. The Heartbreak Kid, the Boy Toy, the Boyhood Dream has come the true. The uh, Icon, the, the headliner, the main event. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the... 
Now there's sweet chin music. Now I think this is the pre-sweet chin music days. Oh, okay. Oh, now, now the gorilla press. Oh, oh, gorilla press. Military oh. press. Wow, funny story about uh, Shawn Michaels and Davey Boy Smith. Well, probably not about them, but I actually had a an animation. I I used to do WWE wrestling toy animations. Oh, like, really? Like over a decade ago. And one of the animations I did was this match between uh, Baby Boy and Shawn Michaels. Wow. Okay. If you if you ever get the um, <laughs> find the videos, you got it all <laughs> oh, right in the right in the eyes of Ric Flair. That's... Oh yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just wonder if we'll see Skin the Catch in this in this one because. Uh... Oh yes. Well, I, I wonder where that phrase came from. <laughs> I think a good question because uh, there's no cats being. Oh, yeah, so he's, oh, he's doing the spot shuffle. Uh, onto the nuts. Yeah, you got mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bounce him a couple times. Yep. Uh, just like he's in his um, match with Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That's one match we, we might have to watch together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Oh. And again. And this is... Who, who's this one? Ah, Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Uh, apparently one of the nicest guys to ever step, ever step in a ring. Really? Yeah, that, from what I've... Um, I, if, I listen, his... I see, if you listen to Something to Wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard, they, they did a Tito Santana episode, and yeah, like apparently um, Tito is universally loved by everyone. He's just like the nice... Wow. And he's now a high school teacher in New York, from from what I. Uh, from what really. I think he'd be cool. Oh, high school. Awesome. I think he'd be a high school, high school teacher. Imagine you're growing up, and Tito Santana is your teacher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, he was the matador. He was the matador at this station. This is well past his strike force years. So, yeah, back in the mid to late 80s, he was part of Strike Force with Rick Martel. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when they, you know, they were really over. Um, unfortunately, Strike Force broke up. Uh, mm -hmm. and that's, that's when, I think that's when Rick Martel brought out Sherry Martel, who then mm -hmm. came, became Sister Sherry, Sensational Sherry, who then. Mm. Pick a name. Wow. But, yeah, no, I did so not when, know that. So when Tito came back, he was the Matador, which is one of those ethnic gimmicks that WWE are famous for. Um, oh. However, strangely enough, it wasn't a foreign heel gimmick. That, that would have been interesting, but no. Mm -hmm. For once, WWE didn't go with a foreign heel gimmick. Oh, really? For, for a foreigner. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, for once, yeah. <laughs> for once. Oh, okay, who's, who's in next? All right. But I count down, this is... This would be number... I think seven. Maybe seven. Who is it? It's the, the Barbarian. barbarian. Oh, he's okay. got a piece of paper thrown at him. <laughs> All right. Wow, check out the... And, and the crowd goes mild. <laughs> goes mild. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's like, yep. Oh, there's... Chop from Flair. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, the barbarian uh, who teamed up with the warlord in the Powers of Pain. 
So probably later on in the in the show, you'll get his tag team partner, the Warlord. Um, oh. Again, a very sorry mid to late eighties gimmick kind kind of thing. Okay. Uh, this is what you get for being young, Josh. You don't. There's uh, all these weird things. Yes, I, but half of this stuff you're giving me, this is like news to me. Okay, right. <laughs> like you gave the detail about about sensational Sherry and all these uh, tag teams around this time. I, like, my knowledge is not there. <laughs> okay, is my my first WrestleMania. So I think it was uh, four or five. Um, I forget which one it was, but yeah, it was. Uh, uh-huh. I think the one where the mega powers exploded, which I think was five, if I'm not mistaken. You know, my first WrestleMania I saw live. Which which, which, which one was that? WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again. Oh, okay, that was um, what year was that? That was 2004. Okay, yep. the, the one where um, oh, okay. uh, it's, it's uh, Goldberg and and Lesnar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I watched my first WrestleMania on right. VHS tape. If you if you remember VHS tapes, that was uh, oh, yeah. go to the video store and uh, that in in mm-hmm. in a small town. Oh, who's this? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the Texas tornado. Okay, now he's getting a little pop. I didn't know. How yeah, no, no, he, 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 was, he was he was a he was a white hot baby face. He, um, no, he was, uh, yeah. So, you however, though, like, you wouldn't know he was part of the famous Von Erich family. He was just like, he was called Kerry Von Erich, but if you, if you only knew about WWE, you go, oh, okay, Kerry Von Erich is a good performer, okay, but you wouldn't know he's part of a famous family that, you know, oh, yeah. And yeah, so he was called the, te- the Texas Tornado. Um, surprise! Oh uh, yeah, and um, I, I know his his in ring gear is, is like Ultimate Warrior like. A little the, bit, uh, yes. Um, but yeah, he, does, he does have with the physique. strings on his uh, knees. Yeah. No, so I was saying yeah. So my first WrestleMania yeah, had to get on VHS from the local video shop. Um, in, in my small town in in Australia in the in the mid to late eighties. So, oh yeah. yeah it was, uh... <laughs> oh, another thumb to the eye. Jeez, oh, these people. Oh, Shawn Michaels poor... teetering. <laughs> oh, these poor wrestlers who get poked in the eyes yeah. all the time. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, is Tito Santana about to go out? No, no. Now, where were you when this rumble was happening? Uh, 92, I would have been... Well, so I was in Adelaide, in, in South Australia, so a small, uh, small town of, of about a million people. Uh, and I was probably in my last year of primary school. Hmm. So I, I would have been a probably 12... Uh, yeah, probably 12, 12, 13 at this... Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, who's who's that? Remember this gimmick. Repo Man. Oh, <laughs> I almost forgot about the Repo Man. Yes. Oh, look, he's. Uh... <laughs> uh, and this is one of those occupational gimmicks that featured a lot in the 90s. In oh, yes. WWE. They, 
they were high on those occupational gimmicks. These uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like like you had to have like that overtop like character type of gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is before like you know like the WCW. They started with the uh, you know what we're going to give them the real names and and they're going to have these action. They're going to be themselves type of names. Here they they're all about char- characters and gimmicks. But up until, you know, you had, like, the Maestro and Disco Inferno and, you know, you had all these, um, oh, oh, yeah. I was trying to think, there was, I think there was a guy called Jack Boot who was also in WCW. Oh, <laughs> do you remember, do you remember a guy called The Final Solution? No. In WCW. No, uh, there was a wrestler who had, like, at the time, the world's largest biceps. And... Really? Yes, and he was his ring name was the Final Solution, which didn't go over well with the Jewish part of the audience. Hmm. So then he got <laughs> yes. So he he, he then got repackaged mm-hmm. as the Ultimate Solution, which uh, the Ultimate Solution, the Ultimate Solution. <laughs> yeah. So how far are we in? So we're, you're about twenty minutes in. So uh, people suddenly oh here we go number yeah. yeah I've lost count of numbers, but yeah it's. Yeah, <laughs> kind of use use the um, commentators as a prompt. Hopefully, they're saying it, or maybe they'll have a on screen graphic. Nah, ah, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Now this is. Uh, uh, oh yes. This was towards the end of his uh, in ring career. And you can see, you can see already, he is looking a little bit old. Like he's always had that. He he was never famous for his physique. No, but you know he was a decent wrestler in the mid '80s. He was a very decent wrestler. He teamed with the Hockey Top Man for quite a while. Um, uh, I don't think they went by Rhythm and Blues. Actually, I think they went by the name of Rhythm and Blues. Mm-hmm. And so it was now, Hockey Top Man, Jimmy Hart, and Greg yeah. the Hammer Valentine as a as a as a trio. Oh, and I think interesting for, trio. Nah. Yes, and I think for a while as well. Um, Greg Valentine had a like a he had a kayfabe injury where he had to have like a plate on his arm, and so he <laughs> would like sneakily hit people with this forearm plate, and yeah, get get wins that way. Oh. Uh, wow, that's interesting. I gotta go. I gotta go watch some of that. Now, <laughs> you remember what was it? Uh, uh, Valentine in the the first inauguration of the Hall of Fame, 2004. Was he in that class? Possibly. Possibly. Or am I I'm thinking. Oh, another another irate. Oh, those cops. What, one thing I love about the Rumble every year, I always say who's number one, who's number two, or who's who's top five in the Rumble. Yeah. How long can those people last? Yes. Because it. For some reason, it, it just just adds so much to the, the rumble. Right now, we have Davy Boy in there for yep. over 20 minutes. Flair still in there. Yep. Davy Boy from number one. Flair from number three. Michaels was number like five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah very very early. So, so I, I love seeing durability in these matches here. Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, oh, Nikolai Volkov. Okay. But playing playing a face. Okay, so. So a guy who was huh. oh jeez oh he sprung over the ropes oh my gosh did he so a guy who was part of a, a, an evil foreigner gimmick 
but yes, he spent so, most of his career as a heel. He did, yes. Um, but then towards the so end, he's a. Uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. Like it seems that every every rumble, there's someone who plays the Iron Man, someone who is in there for a very very long time. And so I'm yeah, just just my camera. I wonder if uh, might be a challenge for later. Can you find a Royal Rumble match? A few Rumble matches where we didn't have an Iron Man. Okay, that'd be a, <laughs> it's very homework, rare. You know? Homework. Homework. <laughs> probably, probably the first one. I reckon probably the first one would have been the... Uh, you know, the first... Maybe the first couple or something like mm. that. This in all reality was maybe like the... Uh, is this the fourth Rumble? Yeah, this would have been, yes. Oh, the fourth or fifth. Eight, oh, well, fourth or fifth. 88, 89, 90. 91, 92. 91, so, yeah, 90. Very, very early on. <laughs> Yeah, earlier. This is probably about the time that they made it, started to make it one of the big four. So WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the and the Rumble. Oh, first time as the big four. Uh, I think this is this is when they realised that they could make the Rumble one of the big four. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. at this stage, it was still an annual event, but um, I think because the first couple were successful, then they've gone, okay, mm -hmm. hey, we can make something of this. Yeah. And you see it's a pretty healthy now, audience as well. Now, do you remember the story behind this of why this one was chosen to be for the title and not the, uh... No, I don't... The oh, main event title. He's, he's one of my childhood heroes. Oh. Here he comes. The big boss man. Big boss man. Now, this right guy... This right here... He was such a douchebag. <laughs> and, and, like, in the Attitude Era. <laughs> he was, yes. Um... Like, he, like, like, Chris Hill. Yeah, so yeah, in his second run, uh, in the, when he was part of the corporation, yes, he was a mega heel. But uh, he spent all his time uh, in, the, in his first run as a face. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he... Wow. Just trying to think. Um, so, I think the... Oh, there goes... Reaper Man! Oh, oh Reaper Man's out! Oh. Reaper Man's out. That repo. <laughs> he got repo by Vince. Um, now, if I remember correctly, it was, I think, because Hogan had left. <laughs> okay, actually, I will. I think this might be before Hogan left. I know there was a big story about. Why? Oh, there goes Dave. Oh, no. No, Dave. No. And Texas Tornado is gone as well. <laughs> okay. It's just a part in the Rumble where you get a whole mass elimination of people. Yeah. It's getting, getting boring. I'm so feeling uh, that. Like, a few people. But the Barbarian's still there. Okay. Oh, no. Flair's still no. there. Michaels. Michaels. Michaels and Tito. Michael... What, did Michaels just get eliminated? Yeah, he's, he's gone. No. Oh, my. Ah, oh, this is Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> Hercules Hernandez. Hmm. 
Ah, this would have been with his uh, power and glory. Uh, uh oh. As I say, Ric Flair turned on the Barbarian. Oh, the Barbarian's angry. Uh oh. <laughs> reverse psychology, oh. huh? Oh, that's another <laughs> military press. Yeah. But yeah, the big boss man left uh, mid-90s. He went to WCW where he became the Guardian Angel. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, no, there goes Barbarian. Whoa. Thank you, Bob. Barbarian's out. Flair oh, directly no, holds on. And, oh. Oh, Bossman too? <laughs> no, no. Oh, he... Bossman survived. Yeah. He survived. And now. Oh, thumbs to the oh. guy. Another... Oh, Flair. <laughs> Flair. Flair. You, you knew something like that was going to happen. Oh my gosh, the boss man moves really well, though. This is something you don't really realize is that, yeah, he... Yeah, he's he's a big man, but you you got to underestimate how elusive and how much he can move. Exactly. It's like coming back and watching this. I, I wouldn't realize. Oh, he just ducked out of the way. I, I, I love that. He's the dirtiest <laughs> player in the game. Ah, oh, the flare flop. But I didn't just notice oh, yeah. on the boss man's uniform there was a Confederate flag on uh, one of his uh, one of his shoulders. I don't know if I'll, uh, really? Yes. If you <laughs> have a, yeah, go back have a yeah have a little. Uh, yeah, I guess. Which yeah. Uh, probably wouldn't fly nowadays. No. <laughs> Rowdy, Roddy, Piper. And players oh, like, he was, ah, he was, he was, holy he crap. He's white hot. Look at him. He's white hot. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's actually IC title. IC, IC holder this time. Oh, yes. I remember this. Oh, he's coming with all the energy. Crowd is popping for him. But this is one of the things is that um, Roddy Piper was never Scottish. That was just his gimmick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was Canadian. <laughs> That's interesting because it's like, it's like you would think because his entrance music, his whole gimmick, yep. he, would, he would have some kind of like, like, uh, representation of being Scottish. I think he's half Scottish in real life. If, uh, okay. If I remember correctly, I think he's like, he does actually have some Scottish heritage. And well, he just something fully that... embraced that, <laughs> that part. <laughs> He's doing a heel oh, technique oh. the heel. Yes. The Piper right here is like a never-ending motor. He's coming around with his hair flopping everywhere. Yeah. It's energetic. Oh, airplane spin. Jeez, you don't see this this move now. Oh. Yes, I haven't. <laughs> you, yeah, you do not see this. Wow. Because like, the closest you get to a, uh, an airplane spin is Cesaro's giant swing. Cesaro? Yep, Cesaro swing. Yes. And then uh, sleeper hold. You don't see that. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, I think Killer Cross. But... Sorry, Carrion Cross. Karen, Karen Cross, his... yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, here we go. And... Oh, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. One of the other best performers. 
<laughs> he, he is smart. He is. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I I realized this was kind of fake when I um, when I realized if I had someone in a, in a sleeper hold, I would let them slip around. I would like hold on to their head and neck and make sure that they stayed asleep. Whereas yeah. you, you can see that you know Roddy Piper held on to the sleeper hold, you know, just long enough for Jake the Snake to come into the ring and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it's just so convenient, you know. Indeed. <laughs> Oh, that was a nice move. Mm -hmm. Now, now uh, Jake the Snake, obviously famous for the DDT. How how overused is the DDT nowadays? Oh, uh, very, very. It was... Uh... You got DDT, you got the uh, slingshot DDT, you got the hamlock DDT, you got the inverted <laughs> DDT, you've got the... <laughs> Tornado DDT. Yes, yeah, so the, the future, future so shot DDT, the Dirty Deeds DDT. You've got, yeah, it's... There's just so many. It's, it's like, uh, I like those performers who use them as, you know, a finisher, signature, some, like something, you know, like a formidable move. Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, move you can kind of pass on. It's a transitional move now. Which is, uh... Yeah, trend, yeah that's, that's kind of what it is now. Dude, that is, a, that is a good healthy crowd, though. That is, uh... Oh, yes. here we go. Oh, Hacksaw. And this Hacksaw. must... Yep. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have to leave it outside the ring. So, so do they have disqualification rules back then for the <laughs> no, Rumble? No, no, it's a... Because... Because surely you come in there and hit sign with a chair. Yeah, exactly. You know, you were getting knocked out. It, it... But, with the sound on. Yeah, um, this is part of the, of the lo logic of wrestling is that in a no disqualification mm -hmm. match, no one's bringing weapons in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Because if you had a chance to win the world title, mm -hmm. you're not going to get disqualified in this match. <laughs> exactly. The you're not coming in there without your favorite toy. <laughs> the only problem might be that if you knock someone out, you'd have to like carry their dead weight over the rope. Might be the only. Oh yeah. The only logic. Like you wouldn't want to, especially a big guy. Yes. You know? <laughs> That's not fun. I, yeah, I think. Um, uh, sorry. Yokozuna. You remember him in the Rumble? Yeah, yeah. That was a. I think this. Imagine is getting that dead weight up. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he had the uh, the gimmick where, um, yeah, his finishing move was a football tackle. So he had like the three-point stance in the corner. And yeah, that was mm -hmm. his... Uh, it, was, it was basically like a pre-spear spear. Um, oh, and then yeah, his, the his, signature, his signature weapon was the, the two-by-four. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. he'd, he'd come down to the ring waving the American flag and uh, yeah. I think this is yeah. before he got busted for marijuana possession with the Iron Sheik, though. So, oh, I don't even remember that. Oh, that was a, that, that. that was I think that was mid nineties. Oh, here we go. Mm. Bray White's dad. Oh yeah, IRS. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
him and Bo Dallas as well. Yep, Bo Dallas, yep. It's like a very under talked about uh, family and wrestling mm. as far as you, know, you, you don't hear much much uh, discussion of the IRS. Like no, they, no. they definitely haven't never brought it to television as far as the relationship. Yeah, I think it would have been good but, if uh, Bray and Bo teamed up at, at, at some stage or even brought their, yeah. brought their dad in. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, think, I always would have. I think if you were, um, I suppose, a fan of the regional territories, you'd probably be more familiar with the Rotundo family. Whereas, yeah, if you only know wrestling now, you wouldn't really, yeah, you'd have no, you'd have no idea of the heritage that Bray Wyatt has or, or uh, Bo Dallas. Yeah. Uh, gorilla, I, I miss Gorilla on the commentary. <laughs> There's something about. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Vince didn't com- uh, either. Vince didn't commentate this one, or um, they revoiced it uh, for for the broadcast. Oh, Mr. Leg Split there. Oh yeah. So, so 36 minutes have passed so far. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, about 36 minutes. Yep. Yeah, oh, oh, he almost almost went over. Okay, let's see who's next. Who is it? Oh, oh, he's one of the more infamous the characters. Jimmy in, Superfly. Uh... Oh. Very infamous and yes. controversy oh. around the everything. Um, he looks pretty jack though. He looks pretty, uh, yeah. Which makes me think that this was just before the steroid trial. Hmm. Now, now, when when would you say like his prime years have had like officially ended in the ring? Do you remember? Uh, look, um, <laughs> when he started, he was very big in the eighties. Very, very big in the early eighties. Probably by the late eighties, his star had started to to fade. And I think part of it was, yeah. I think part of it was he was WWF'd in the in the same way that NXT people are main rostered. Um, oh, I got you. Yeah, it's uh, he's he's good for a gimmick, uh, for for a gimmick, but as a full time performer, you kind of lose that. Probably, probably the same reason why the Junkyard Dog was really good in the territory days. Because the gimmick mm-hmm. doesn't get stale, but the problem is in WWF where there's you know 15 shows a week. Um, yeah, yeah, the it could get stale. Right? Yeah, gimmick, gimmick gets stale. Now you mentioned the junkyard dog. Yes. Uh, my my aunt actually went to college with junkyard dog, <laughs> right in uh, Fayetteville. <laughs> he, he went to the same university as I did, which is crazy. Wow. Okay. That's uh, yeah. what did the, what did JYD uh, study? I have no idea. I can't oh, okay. even remember. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Let's. Uh, <laughs> now I just want to see why the uh, you write the. So in 1992, the the title was vacated, and I have a feeling it was to do with Hulk Hogan leaving. But oh, here we go. The most 
fearful yeah. guy at, at the moment. This time, Parrot Taker was so formidable. Yep. Hey, right, people were legit scared of him. Mm. Now, let's just see. This is when he had hair for a start. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't have many tats. And yeah, he was still playing the uh, mortician, the mortician's assistant. Oh yeah. So he's only got like so one got tattoo on his, out of his right arm. Oh yeah. Now let me just see. I remember he used to choke people for days in the corner. <laughs> I was insane. <thinking. laughs> <laughs> that was indeed. Hacksaw coming up on Taker. I, that's mm -hmm. not a guy I would choose to approach in the rumble. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, there's, there's six six or seven guys in the ring. And you got a, you got a free choice <laughs> of attacking yeah. one person. Undertaker... Is not going to be your first choice. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's another. There's another eye poke. This, this we, we, should, we should call this the era of eye pokes because the amount of uh, yes, the eye, the eye, the eye poke era. <laughs> Indeed. So I'm just quickly reading. Um, so Hogan won the title uh, not December third, nineteen ninety one, at this Tuesday in Texas. Uh, however, um, on December the fourth. Uh, Jack Tunney had stripped Hogan of the of the type. Oh, here we go. Oh my! Randy so, Savage. so they must have had a feud going on here. Yeah, that's uh. Oh, because this this might have been about this might have been about the time when uh Randy Savage got bitten by the by the snake. I know that that was in the early nineties. Huh? Yeah. By the snake. It might be. Yeah. I like this little story they got going on here. Mm. He's he's trying to get get Revenge. to um, Jake, and then Taker comes and kind of steps in the way, and now he's <laughs> beat down. Um, yeah, and the phrase "every man for himself" uh, that stopped getting used uh, quite quite a while ago. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was uh, th that was one of the the things that sold the Royal Rumble was that all the allegiances. Oh, there we go. And Savage uh, just eliminated himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's Taker. Yeah, he's, he's like, I don't care. So, so like, like, that's the that's the significance that they, they want to, to use in the feud. Is where I care more about beating you up and getting my revenge on you because we're feuding than I do about winning the this title. match for the <laughs> title. You know? That's... <laughs> Oh, okay. You got thrown. Oh, okay. When, when the Undertaker says you go back in, <laughs> you go back in. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. They got Undertaker like <laughs> protecting him. <laughs> now, I just wonder if he's. Oh, get so it was, back in. it was back in the day. So, so, so they're like, oh, somebody has to throw you over. You can't limit well, yourself. I think so. I think that might have been the. Uh, it's, it's the earlier that, rule. Yeah, that Taker went out and, like, got him back in. That's... 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, but yeah, so it's just interesting that out of all these people, um, the taker, the taker is the last one to actually actively perform. Uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, Randy so Savage this, passed on. And, yeah, so that was 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, Flair is and well, Flair, Flair, Flair hangs around if, wrestlers, if, but he doesn't really do much. Yeah, I, I mean, if Flair had the ability to wrestle. Trust me, he'd still be wrestling now. Yeah, exactly. Because well, he's, he's, he's had a lot of uh, things. Yeah, he had a lot of things medically with him. I wonder where if Flair might end up. Would he end up like uh, first? First, the dark side of the ring stuff might have to die down a little bit yes. before. Yeah. Um, Tony Khan signs him in AEW. I think so. I think so too. That's. Uh... But yeah, he's still very active. And he? uh, Chris Murray's got his own oh, podcast. He's doing, he's doing a Boston Crab. He's doing a Boston Crab. What the? No, he's doing a half Boston Crab. He's doing a hump hey, Boston Crab. Boston Crab. Yeah, this is this is the um before Jericho, I, like even like pushed the move in even more mm. with the walls of Jericho. Who the heck's this guy? I, I was waiting for one of those. I've seen I've seen a few guys in here where I didn't know who it was. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for the first. Um, who the hell is this guy? Moments from you. <laughs> who the heck is this Must guy? Must be a uh, the. Might <laughs> 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 be of the Brock Lesnar. Not not joke on Raw. <laughs> I don't know if um, you have you yeah, seen it. Uh... That yeah, another one of these. Uh, I suppose I don't know if you can call a, a Viking an occupational gimmick, but again, another 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 occupational gimmick. Yeah. To do anything, I, I man, it's that, it's that Bobby, <laughs> the Brain Heenan. I know that was. Uh, I, I love his commentating, man. Just weasel your way out of there. Do anything you have to do. You just gotta love it, but you back in the day, like, like you're you're like watching this very competitively. You choose a winner in this, and you're you're hearing that. You're like 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 just shut your mouth, Heaton. <laughs> uh, okay, so it, it's like watching this right now through the lens of of the present day. Now we kind of we kind of like can't help but surpass like the art that it was there right like like half more than half of those people they're they're watching it as an actual sport mm, yes you know they're, they're like contest. like convinced yeah they're they're still drinking the kool-aid right now <laughs> kayfabe was so much it, alive it's still real to them damn it yes <laughs> uh, so so that guy in the white boots is the berserker the Berserker. The Berserker, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, whoever he is. Um, uh, Virgil, I, I'm not so sure if you're familiar with Virgil. Virgil yeah. was... Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Was uh, a Ted DiBiase's yeah, uh, servant. Yes, I remember. I, the reason I do know who Virgil is, or I'm familiar with him, because he had some comeback days on Monday Night Raw. Ah, uh, yeah, he did, yes. Where, yep. So so that, that prompted me to look him up back in the day. Um, but this is uh, interesting in that in the in the late 80s, early 90s, it was perfectly acceptable 
for a rich white man to have a black man as a servant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, another another eye yes. rake, oh, an eye rake, eye poke. That's a. Uh... Oh. Uh... Yeah, these um, are on that one for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, so I just don't know if something like that would fly nowadays, where you know a rich white man exploits a black man for for personal shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't fly. This, this is what we call like cancel torture and everything. <laughs> Even though they're doing that as a gimmick and they're they're cool with it themselves, it's like like you couldn't like like the TV companies they they wouldn't let it slide on their network no that's the fans wouldn't keep keep a mouth shut and it'll be all over twitter i think that's one one of the advantages that wcw had was that because they owned their own tv station they could get away with uh with with a bit more Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll have to do like a controversial wcw gimmicks episode and yeah i'll explain because there was a guy called uh jack boot who um yeah is one of these kind of like nod to Nazi oh here, oh, here we go the Iron Sheik oh the Iron Sheik yes yes now doing, doing the bush uh, walk <laughs> yeah okay yes so no, it, is, it is the Iron Sheik uh, heading in. Uh, but yeah, he's one of those guys who was big back in the 70s, um, and his mm-hmm. name value carried throughout the 80s. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, his, um, if you don't know anything about him, all you really know, all you really will know about him now is if you watch Botchamania, he's the guy who goes, mm-hmm. fucking bullshit, at the, at the end. <laughs> oh. that, that's all you know. Okay, now, yeah. Is it? yeah. Uh, that makes sense. So, uh, Roddy is, is still in. He's doing pretty darn good. He's been in there for a good 20 minutes. Mm, yep. I'd say. And Ric Flair has been in there for yeah, quite, a, quite a while as well. Yes. Um, the Berserker, I, I can't say I remember too much about him. You, oh, Nicky Bocco Ranker. Albany, New York. And geez, that is a healthy uh-huh. crowd. You look at that. That is a, that's a pretty yeah. decent. It is. Good size. Mm-hmm. Albany, New York. And they're pretty, they're pretty uh, in a, into it as well. Yes. Nobody's on their cell phones. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no fireworks. <laughs> there's no Titantron. There's no, you know, yeah. long entrance ramp. that has got LED lights. It's just, uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's kind of what added to the charm was that, you know, it is just a wrestling show in a, in a hall. Yeah. Like, this is the most advanced technology is an LED timer. <laughs> yeah, the LED timer, yeah. That's all you get. It's like, like oh, you're not go. even getting the nameplates when these guys come out. <laughs> and would, yeah. So, Rick Martel, this is uh, the other no, the other half of uh, Strike Force. Um, yeah, so he turned into, <laughs> he turned into the, mo- the model Rick Martel. Oh yeah, and so he had a um, he had his own perfume. Like he used to have like a little uh, spray bottle of perfume called Arrogance, and so <laughs> in the same way that Malachi oh, Black would uh, or any of the Japanese wrestlers would spit mist into your eyes, this guy would get his perfume <laughs> bottle and spray into your eyes as as, as a heel gimmick. Oh, uh, gotcha. And so yeah, 
uh, yeah, so 15 minutes, yep, it's uh, gone pretty good. So we're in the last 15 minutes now. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get Ric Flair out. He's gonna... Winding down. Oh, oh, there goes the Iron Sheik. Flair's hanging off the gear life. Yeah. The Berserker's in there, familiar. Now the Berserker. The Berserker looks familiar. Let me just see if I can find who the Berserker. Oh, that's why he rings a bell. Yeah. The Berserker uh -huh. was John Nord. And if you remember from our last episode, John Nord was yeah. the guy who introduced Flapjack Norton. Oh, so I completely lost from that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he's got the he's got the hair and the beard. So he's gone from a a, mm -hmm. a, a Yukon lumberjack to a uh -huh. Viking. But yes, this is a guy oh, who goes. That, yeah. He ate two hundred ninety-eight pancakes. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's him with the white boots and the and the mini skirt. Oh yes. Oh, Mr. Controversy, Indeed, yes. So, yeah, so he got uh, the title stripped from him by Jack Tunney, which is probably why Jack Tunney got hit at the start, and that's why this is for the uh, for the championship. Yeah. Um, I'm s Okay, someone, someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. So, jeez, oh, those kicks barely touching him. <laughs> There's the model. The model's uh, snuck back in. Oh, into the turnbuckle. Oh, this is iconic. Oh, no. No, no, not Taker. And then he has the icon oh. roll his eyes back. Oh, the crowd, like as as much as Hogan is a politician, he does he did mm -hmm. get the crowd. Yeah, he always the crowd got the crowd. Going. Okay, so, oh, this is, God, who's, who's this? Ah, oh, Skinner! Skinner! Yes, he was, um, yeah, good question, who, who, who was he, who was he? Yeah, who was he? He, um, he was a guy who hung around the uh, Florida Everglades hunting crocodiles. Oh. That was his, uh, yeah. that was his gimmick. Okay, so yeah, Rick Martel, Mustafa, Berserker, Duggan, Skinner, yes. Um, yeah, he didn't really, he didn't really set the world alight, but he his yeah. stock in trade was like that, 
backwater psycho that Bray Wyatt tapped into. So he was sort of like the yeah. in between Wayland Mercy and cult leader Bray Wyatt. Oh. Huh. But he, did, but he didn't really. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I gotta go back and check some of his stuff out. <laughs> oh, okay. So Roddy Piper's still hanging in there good. Flair is still there. Flair, the best. You hear, hear so much about it over the years. The, the best lungs in the business. Mm. He, he could he could wrestle a five-hour match if he wanted to. He could, yes. Okay, who's in next? The Sarge. Now. Now this was his his his, his famous uh, the USA gimmick, right? Uh, it, this wasn't the hill gimmick with, with the sheet. Yes, <laughs> this was. Uh... Yeah. Oh, there goes Skinner. Well, Skinner lasted about two minutes, maybe. <laughs> yep. I know he's got the red, white, and blue one, so I think he was. This is when he turned back face. Okay. But, um, do you, uh, are you familiar with his heel run, Sergeant Slaughter's heel, heel run? I, I remember his, his run, well, we, he was with the sheets, I remember that. Yeah, 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 so he had the, uh, the pro-Iraqi gimmick. So, yeah. in short, he came back to WWF, so he left, mm -hmm. so he was originally WWF in the, in the mid-80s, um, he left WWF because he signed... An, uh, an action figure deal with I forget Mattel or someone to make the G.I. Joe character <laughs> which is based on his likeness uh, I think Vince wanted a cut they disagreed uh, oh Psycho here we go. oh Psycho twice, twice the man we are with half the brain half and you have and I have half the brains <laughs> you do <laughs> oh man <laughs> What, what are those pants though? Like, what's what's the blue? That like baby mm -hmm. sky blue? Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So he left uh, because Vince wanted a cut of his uh, Mattel deal. Um, so he left. He went to went to the territories uh, for a while. Then uh, yeah, he he came back. Um, but he came back with an Iraqi sympathizer gimmick, which is he wishes oh. he run with uh, Mustafa and Adnan. Uh, which led to the SummerSlam, I think, 92 or 93 event, um, the match made in hell, which was Ultimate Warrior and Hogan versus Slaughter, Sheik, and Adnan. Oh. Which is the, which is the SummerSlam yeah. where I think Ultimate Warrior held up Vince McMahon for half a million dollars because oh he is, is, is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, you, then you get the... Um... DVDs releasing a decade ago yes. about the self, self, uh, destruction of Ultimate Work. Yep. When Vince said, I could not wait to fire him. The Alcatraz line. You remember that? <laughs> we, we, we didn't, we didn't mean it to, for it to be a, a screw job, but it just everyone spoke about how much they hated the warrior and how bad he was to work with. No, it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, WCW coming back. These two yeah. guys. They oh, said they have, they have one entry left. <laughs> Another eye rake. 
<laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, so this is, that, that's like, like 15 of them now, right? <laughs> it is. The Warlord. Oh, the Warlord. Who was the partner for the Barbarian who was in, you know, 20 entrants earlier. With Harvey oh, Whittle. Yeah. So that yeah, guy, he is Jack. Yeah, he, yes. This is a, this is a, during the steroid era. Mm. Um, yeah. So Harvey Wolfman was the, uh, yeah, the the man. You know, one of these. Uh, he was a manager. Um, in much the same way that I think uh, Bobby Heenan was was a, was a manager. Yeah. In that, um, yeah, he's like the, the chicken shit heel. And that's so I think yeah. um, uh, Harvey Whitman was the manager for Giant Gonzalez for his wrestling. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez, that's a. Hey, you see that? He just, he just flew over. Well, well my, my screen's a little bit laggy. Oh, okay. So I have to go back and. I'll upload this for your viewing later on. You Great. can see exactly where Great. the. Yeah, I'll go back and watch it. <laughs> oh, there's the, the Hogan, the kick. Alright, so I think we're down to all 30, all 30 entrants. There's a Sid Justice. I think he was called Sid Justice at this at this time. Yeah, Sid Justice. Yeah, there is no psycho yet. <laughs> no, that was, the the psycho will come later. I heard Roddy. Roddy's still in there. That's that is great. Yeah. Tie. Oh. Uh, I was grabbing a tie elimination, tie elimination. Oh, oh so he did. What? Oh no, he's, he's he's hulking up. Yeah. So. Oh. So I think the reason why this uh, rumble was for the championship was because yeah, in the previous pay per view in your house, DBRC. So no, no um, Andre the Giant won the title off of Hulk, but gave it to DBRC. And so oh. Jack Tunney gave uh, stripped Andre the Giant of the title to set up. This way, because they needed to crown the captain. Mm. Makes sense. Okay, so uh, here we go. Here's a double elimination coming up. Oh, yeah. Yep, so. We're down to so down to Sid with the double elimination. Big four. These are these are four people who will have uh, the final four. Mm -hmm. Okay, so oh, okay, so near the back. There you go, there you go, Savage. For the second time. Yes. My fans chopped the Hogan that are not being phased. They're not, he's not phased by them. No, he, he, he should get a wall. Just, just watching. Look at Justice just watching. Blair, once again, Hogan. Yeah, just let him fight. That's what I would do. He's got brain, but he knows how to. Yeah. And they just got Hogan out. And. Now, this was huge because Hogan had won the previous two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he was that close to winning his third straight. So he's furious now. They're going at it. 
And then uh, this the is famous such a, grab this the is arm. Such a heel move for a face. Yes. I'm like, like, how's it? Like he's ho he's helping him get eliminated. Mm. Wow. With uh, friends like Hogan, who needs enemies? Yeah. So listen to Heenan. Heenan's going off. Yes. 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 I told you. Ric Flair. This is the famous. Yeah. With a tear in my eye. This is the greatest night of my life. The greatest moment of my life. Yeah. This is sick. Is it five of them just left in the video? So they may actually play the program afterwards. And Mr. Perfect. That's uh, Rick So it looks like that Sid and Hogan were supposed to be friends. And now they're about to. They're about to, to clash. Play. Yeah. I don't care who you are, boy. Oh, sorry, I'm playing the shot. Mm -hmm. Look at Justice, look at the Hulkster. He said, You robbed me of my title. These guys want at each other. Terry Garvin out there, Pat Patterson, Renee Goulet, Tony Garia. And the, the referees, the referee shirts are very, very different as well. Yeah. So they're, they're in the, the blue yeah. the, the, the blue business shirt. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because, remember, Flair was the one who won the Rumble, mm -hmm. but yet... <laughs> Yeah, the, the, all story, the story around is Hogan two. versus uh, Sid. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's a very it's a very Hogan thing to do to make the story make the story about him. About exactly. Now, he said, "Where if I'm I not going to win, I'm yeah." I, was, I, was, I think not this would have been win. planned afterwards, but it would have been, um, you know, hey Vince, you know, let me take mm -hmm. the spotlight after, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree to lose if I I can get the spotlight here. <laughs> yes, if I get some heat back. Yeah. But yeah, this reminds me of something that uh, the Honky Top Man said was that you know, um, especially back in the late, in the mid to late eighties, when uh, Hulk Hogan was was uh, I can say very. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. At this time, to present the title belt to the new champion, our president, the distinguished Jack Tunney. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after view distorting the belt that proclaimed me the real world champion, I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest mm -hmm. moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one when you are the king 
of the WWF. You rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. Guys, we're not I love this iconic. It's the greatest moment of my life. Chris, interview after. I want a party. Put that cigarette out. you like this. For the Hulk Hogan's and the Macho Man's and the Pipers and the Sids. Now it's Ric Flair. And y'all pay homage to the man. There we go. That that Joshua was the 1992 Royal Rumble. But it was the same. 1992. There was a story that Honky Top Man said that um, when uh, I think he was asked in an interview what was it like losing to Hulk Hogan all the time, and I think he said that when uh, the paycheck that comes from taking that sweet sweet leg drop was uh, enough to overlook all the all the all the bad feelings about losing mm-hmm. Hogan Hogan all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's, um... <laughs> So yeah, it was um. Uh, so I don't know if you remember uh, back then. So when Ric Flair came into the WW, uh, WWF, he actually had the NWA World Title Belt with him. And so what they did mm-hmm. was when Flair appeared on TV with the with the NWA belt because this is before. I think this was around the time it became WCW. Mm-hmm. I think it's still the NWA belt. Um, yeah. He actually censored on TV the the image of the uh, nwa belt and so bobby heenan was proclaiming rick flair as the real world champion as like a heel as like a mm-hmm. heel move uh, because you know he played he mm-hmm. heel so well and uh so that's why yeah. then rick flair's going now now i'm the real real world champion this is the belt that means you know that, that means you're number one um that yeah. kind of stuff and this was Ric Flair went to WWF after he had a contract dispute with uh, one of the gyms in uh, in, in NWA or WC. Uh, I call it NWA, but yeah, um, I think it was either Jim Crockett or Jim Hurd, where one of those two wanted Ric Flair to play Spartacus, so have like a like a mohawk yeah. or something, and have like an earring in his mm-hmm. ear and come, you know, come back as a, come come as Spartacus. So, yeah. so Ric Flair took the WCW belt to WWE, um, and that kind of kicked kicked off this. Uh, yeah, so I, I have a feeling that Vince made Ric Flair the world champion to stick it up um, the guys in WCW for you know throwing away mm-hmm. throwing away their talent. Yeah, and so yeah, so, that's that's so a good Josh, point right there. So your thought your thoughts on the on that Rumble. That rumble is one of the um, it's 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 one of the first times you see somebody going from from the head of the Royal Rumble like Flair did number three and and lasting and winning it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't see we wouldn't see that endurance until you know maybe Late a night. few years later when Sh- yeah. when Michaels did it, and then then you of course you start that trend of happening. But this one right here kind of like 
like kind of set the tone to where you know these Iron Men, you know they kind of they kind of make the Rumble what it is. And Flair, like like winning this, of course, you know he was already a made man at the time. But what mm-hmm. you said with 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 Vince trying to stick it to them in WWE, I, you know I actually kind of agree with that. But but without this Rumble, we would have never got that iconic promo. Uh, promo at the end of it that's replayed countless times with a tear in my eye this is the greatest moment of my life I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and that that's why this this rumble will forever be like like iconic to me because of that okay that's a, that's a good point and it's kind of unique because it's not the 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 typical win and then go to wrestlemania because you're mm. he's actually winning the title we only had like uh maybe one Maybe maybe a one or two more like this. Mm-hmm. I think think when Roman did it, or Roman put his title on the line in the Rumble, okay, and I, I, Triple H ended up winning that Rumble. Yeah, so well. yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah the, there's not there, it's a rarity to have a, a Rumble go for for the belt, but this was mm. right here set the tone for it. Yep. Um, and one of the things I took away was it just the under the underproduced value. I think this is something we, we talked about before, but you know it wasn't yeah. flashy. There wasn't the Titan Tron. There wasn't the the fireworks that came out. The, there was no music. Mm-hmm. Um, there, yeah. the, the LED timer. Um, there were no graphics mm-hmm. on the screen uh, except for you know from mm-hmm. live from Knickerbocker Arena, New, Albany, New York. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of added to the. And I think mm-hmm. with this one because it was for the belt it had a bit more meaning. And so one of the things that I think has happened with the Royal Rumble is now is that someone wins it, but then their spot becomes up for grabs. So they have to fight in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania to hold on to, <laughs> yeah. that, main, to that main event spot. And it's a little bit like Money in the Bank in that when, mm-hmm. uh, I think when Big, was it Big E or, or Baron Corbin won it? And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh no! I think Baron Corbin. Yeah, won Baron, it. Baron Corbin. Then he squandered the opportunity. Yeah, correct, correct. And so it became like this meaning, meaningless thing. No, no, um, no, no, no. Sorry, no, I, got, I got it wrong. Baron Corbin won King of the Ring, um, but then he lost his crown to Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it just became this thing where, like, you know, you win the tournament to get the prize. So back back in these days, <laughs> if you won the prize, the prize was yours. But nowadays, like the, the prize is just this thing that you pass around. And so I think now the mm-hmm. fact that it was, I, it was for the world champion actually made it mean something. Even, even though, like, Randy Savage just went out after uh, Jake the Snake and it had to be literally thrown back in by The Undertaker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, and what you said about that, like, like, they could win the Rumble, get their rightful shot at Mania, mm. but in between... Between oh well well you know what if if he loses this match yeah. like before Mania he he could be out of the title picture and I I I just never liked that concept it just just for me defeated the purpose of why you would have the Rumble mm. you know it like if like why why have thirty guys going there having a historic uh, annual thing just for for you, can for lose you guys it. To, yes just just so that you could lose it. Like, like the next month in, in, in the match and, and the, you know yeah no I, yes, I, 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 I get I know, what you're like, saying yeah 
I know another thing they used to rumble for a whole lot, you know, like get this one big guy over, get him about seven or eight eliminations. Yep. So I kind of think they might do that with Omos this year. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you know? that was a, well, I would say he's a his single star is now starting to shine now that uh, he's split from he's split from AJ. Yeah, which, uh, like I think he's still a little bit green as a performer, but I think he's actually, oh, he's, he's very got, green. But I think <laughs> he's got some potential there. I think he he's uh, his work is enough to show a bit of personality there. Um, he, mm-hmm. He's not quite as big a hoss as Braun Strowman. Yeah, um, and he's he's definitely better than Veer or Shanky who are hanging around with Jinder Mahal. So I think oh, there's, yes. a, there's a bit of, um, and I think he's a little bit better than, uh, what, who's the guy who hangs around Apollo Creed? Um, oh. oh, yes. Um, I, I got his picture, his face in my head. I just can't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, close his uh, name. Corporal, and, know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, you know, yeah. The, <laughs> I, I was going to call him Dabakato, but then I realized that, that was his independence surname. Yeah. And so he's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see if uh, let's see what happens in this in this rumble. So the, this rumble is when is the next one coming up? I think it's actually coming up in a, usually it's around the end of January. Yeah, in the end of January, I think um, usually the fourth uh, Sunday in January. Yeah, that's kind of where it is. Yeah. So so um, can we do a little predictors for the women's in the men's rumble this year? You have any predictors? I think the winner of the Rumble will be either of, just going to say, either uh, Brock or uh, Rollins or... I'd like to see KO, KO win it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think of, I think the the creativity pool in WWE at the moment is just kind of a fall, falling off a cliff. Um, in, yeah, it's, it is, and it's been that way for the longest. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And in the in the women's, yeah. uh, I was just say with the women's, uh, I see Mickey James is is has been featured, and it's good for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they they're calling it the Forbidden Door, so it's good to see Mickey James, mm-hmm. who's the Impact Knockouts champion, yeah. actually appear in uh, the WWE yeah. Rumble. Um, I would love to see Shane mm-hmm. Shane Baszler win it. Um, I think uh, I, I put a tweet mm-hmm. out the other day where I call it our Patronus. Um, mm-hmm. a bit of a Harry Potter reference there, yeah. Um, because I think just for me, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think because she she is she she is just so legit mm-hmm. that she shouldn't be losing matches in two minutes twenty or being yes. scared by a doll. That was I agree. Uh, um, however, I think Alexa Bliss. I know Alexa Bliss is on the comeback path, so I think there's mm-hmm. a, there's a chance that uh. I think there's a chance, chance that she'll, uh, if she does a win it, that Alexa Bliss will be featured so highly as to take the spotlight away from whoever does win it. Oh, yeah. The only thing, yeah, Alexa, I, I just wish, like, just for respect for Wyndham or, or Wyatt, mm-hmm. just can can we pass the um, the Fiend gimmick? That's what I think. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, my pick for the Women's Warrior Rumble, uh, I, I think she's going to be there. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be Bailey this year. Ooh, okay. That I'm, be... I'm going to predict Bailey makes her comeback and she wins it. I, I think she's a prime target. So, yep. And then for the men's rumble, I, I don't have a solid uh, winner like this. I, I do think Rollins might be the one to take it this year. Mm-hmm. Has he won a rumble yet? No, he I don't has. Think he has. No, I don't think he has. Oh, no, no. I, I think it'll be Rollins because right now he's doing the best work of his career. Yep. 
like like as far as you know like you know, like like the gimmicks that he's been been working with the those suits. everything so those, those suits so yeah, are I, really uh, paying pay off as well <laughs> yes yeah, those those flashy outfits every week it's like what does he yeah. have on and then it doesn't stop there with what he wears outside the ring is his gear inside the ring mm. as well it's like all right yeah. this is this is um aesthetically pleasing to watch so yeah but yeah, I, I do and and you know uh uh well, the thing thing is i think rollins is actually going against uh is he going against reigns at the rumble i think so. I, I remember something uh reading something about that yes okay well that means he probably wouldn't be in it uh, he does. Or, some, some, some people some people do double duty uh, yeah but well just... charlotte charlotte he, she's the champion and she's in the rumble i don't know how much sense that makes at the moment yeah. but she is there you know okay let me just see if i can find uh okay so uh who has been confirmed for so for the men's um angelo dawkins montez ford mm -hmm. uh, rain dominic mysterio austin theory mm -hmm. johnny knoxville That's... johnny yeah. bloody knoxville uh seamus uh damien priest okay. Damien Priest, AJ Styles, mm. uh, Big E, Ooh. Uh, Happy Corbin, mm -hmm. and Mad Cat Moss, and mm -hmm. then Sami Zayn and Kofi Kingston. So those, so so those four. That's all so far. That, for, so far, yes. Yeah, so there's still yeah. sixteen. So fourteen out of thirty, and those are the fourteen yeah. so far. Um, out of those, yeah. I would love to see Damien Priest win it. Um, not not just, oh, yes. not not just because his name is Damien, but um, I think he's a, mm -hmm. I, think, I think he's a fantastic worker. He's got he's got skills. Yeah, he's, got, yeah. he's got the look. He's got the skills. He's got you know. Yes, and, and you know I, I would like to see AJ Styles back in the main event scene. I know he oh, has yeah. been pushed for yeah. that direction now, so I wouldn't mind seeing AJ Styles mm -hmm. like win it this year. Indeed, um, but I think AJ Styles is so good. He doesn't need to be around the main event scene. He he can uh, he he could he could uh, right. he he could jerk the curtain and still make the show ten times better, just 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 mm -hmm. by being there. Now, uh, out of the women's Royal Rumble, uh, so nineteen out of thirty have been announced. So from uh, Raw is Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, mm -hmm. and Tamina. Um, uh, yeah. Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna mm -hmm. Baszler, and Charlotte Flair. Uh, and then uh, mm. we got the two Bella sisters, Nikki and Brie, and Lita. They've uh, yeah, they're coming, uh, making a comeback. Uh, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, yeah. Summer Ray, Summer Ray's making a yeah. I heard about that too. Yeah, making a comeback, uh, and Mickey James as well. So out of those, out of those, who do you think? Uh, who do you think is um, looking likely? Out of that, from that list, um, may maybe Rhea if they yep book her right. Yeah, yeah, if they they have a book right, or maybe they they want to make a statement again with Shayna. Yes, I would love. To, I, I would love to see yeah. Rhea and Shayna and Shotzi as the final three. Oh yeah, Shotzi. Yeah, yes. Shotzi's Shotzi's in that, there as well. Yeah, they're 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 the final three in the Rumble. Tell me that, you know, take my money. 
You should have taken that home. Um, so, so yeah. right, though, that's um, uh, just trying to think because she, um, oh, there she's there. But yeah, I think yeah she, she's... I, from what I remember, she's actually now working in cryptocurrency. I read somewhere where she was. I actually uh, didn't know that. Okay, no, so, uh, let me just bring, bring bring it up because I remember reading something where she was working for a. She was like the marketing manager for a. Um, I'm oh, just trying to okay, see if I can find it. But yeah, no, she's uh, like working like an actual day job, as a uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't find it, but yeah, it's just uh, reading something about how she's uh, yeah, working in crypto. Okay, whatevs, yeah. whatevs. All right, um, and. Yeah. So just to get the uh, the date, the date will be ah Jan- January twenty ninth. So in a couple of weeks time. January twenty ninth. Okay. Yep. We got some time to you know like reminisce on our favorite rumbles, Indeed, just like yep. we watched the ninety two one. Go back through. Say so like every year you want to kind of get yourself ready. Why? Like get yourself ready for Christmas. You listen to Christmas music. <laughs> you get yourself ready for the rumble. You watch a bunch of rumbles. <laughs> now I'm going to show you this photo. Uh, I'll, I'll let me zoom in. Can you see that photo there, uh, Josh? Yes, it's tiny. Okay, but, I'll, let, um, me, let, let, me, let me blow it up. I was going to move my. Uh... All right, let me. Uh, can you can you see that now, Josh? Wait. Oh, you still have the the drop down. Oh, this it looks all right. It's getting better. There we go. Yep. I can see it. So, the, so mm-hmm. four people who are featured. So, so yeah, four of those people who are featured haven't been officially listed as part partaking in the rumble. So you've got so you've got Brock, you've got Roman, you've got Bianca, you've got Becky. Mm-hmm. Who are so they haven't even been listed. Exactly. In the rumble. That, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's just one of those yeah. uh, one of those weird yeah. things that WD. Uh, anyway, but I'm excited about the Lesnar uh, Lashley match. Oh yes, we're finally getting that one. Yep. Oh, did you see the promo that they those two cut on each other um, uh, last week? Yes. Yes, I did. And um, not, and not, not, uh, not. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. That's that's what I was talking yeah. about earlier. But <laughs> we, you know, like we. Like, like there's there's some people in that rumble we saw earlier we were like like who the hell is that and i said that that's similar to that knock knock joke and the knock knock <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it was like knock knock who's there bobby bobby bobby, bobby who but exactly the, the surprising thing about that was that brock did his own promo work like years ago yes. it would have been paul Heyman doing the promo work and brock just standing there but <laughs> now brock is doing his own promo work and i love it i think he's i love it I love this gimmick. He's he's entertaining. He's he's cheerful. He's I mean, he's still uh, that intimidating force there. He's still a badass. But, yeah, he's still he's still a badass. And um, I, I I say he he pretty much body Lesnar on uh, Lashley on the mic, mm-hmm. like like he did a he did a fantastic job because it's, it's like well Hamas there he usually just does the talk talking and and Lesnar's just there bouncing around. Now this this Viking Lesnar, you know, I'm 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 loving it. <laughs> Viking slash Canadian lumberjack, I, I love it. Yes. <laughs> and and if he, if he, if he ever, if he ever gets called Flapjack Lesnar, we know it's all over. Yes. <laughs> anyway, exactly. Josh, um, what what are you doing for the next couple of weeks? Next couple of weeks. Well, I did have a trip to new york that i was going to do because i got invited to a party in new york i was going to hang up there but that that party got canceled so instead i'm i'm gonna go help party with 
my um with uh my sister, her boyfriend, and all, because yeah. they have a birthday party for her um for her baby and and her boyfriend. Nice. And I I I usually travel to Greensboro, which is Greensboro, North Carolina, which is about two hours from me. Mm-hmm. And I usually hang out with them, so that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, nice. One of these weekends, of course, I'm gonna sit down and watch watch the Rumble. I'm gonna watch a lot of football this January because these these are the playoffs. Yeah, because the Super Bowl is coming up. Super, Super Bowl is coming up uh, end of uh, end of January as well, right? Yes, Super so. Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl is February 13th. Oh, okay. So yeah, so well, not too far. So, away. You still got uh, some time. Okay. Yeah. Whereas whereas in my part of the world, uh, the biggest event right now the tomorrow tomorrow is that the Australian Open starts, uh, the big the big Asia Pacific mm. tennis tournament. Uh, but the biggest uh, the, the biggest news at the moment is that Novak Djokovic, who is the world number one, he I won't say he lied, but he gave some incorrect information on his incoming passenger card to get into Australia while unvaccinated. So Novak Djokovic uh, is a is he's one of these I won't call him an anti-vaxxer, but he's he's very hesitant to even say he's been vaccinated or or all that kind of stuff, and so. He relied mm-hmm. on a medical exemption from Tennis Australia to play in the Australian Open, which starts next week. He arrived in the country about a week ago. Um, mm-hmm. He had his visa cancelled at the airport. Um, mm-hmm. He he appealed that. So the federal court uh, cancelled the cancelling of his visa. But then yeah. in Australia, the immigration minister has the power to personally cancel visas if they, you know, for whatever reason, basically for whatever reason. So the immigration yeah. minister cancelled Novak's visa after it was discovered that while Novak Djokovic was COVID positive, he went to Spain, he went to France, he went to you know, all these oh. other places while he knew he was COVID positive. And then, wow. on, his, and then on his incoming passenger card, he said that he hadn't been anywhere other than Serbia for the last two weeks. However, his social media oh. has him, you know, in all these, oh, other, all these other places. Away. Yeah. So, so today is the actual court hearing in the federal court of Australia to see if uh, Novak can still stay in Australia to play in the Australian Open that starts tomorrow. Oh wow! So today, so is, yeah. I, that's interesting to find out. You know, I don't like his chances because no, no, I, I don't like his chances either. But because um, you're hopping around from country to country while should, positive, yeah, you, you should you should know better. But um, and, there's, there's actually you, a lot of public support to kick Novak Djokovic out because he's just been like so. Australia, uh, uh, like Australia, has gone through lockdown after lockdown after restriction after lockdown all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so people just see Novak Djokovic as this guy who doesn't care about the rules, just cares about himself. He comes into Australia, expects everything to be handed to him. And yeah, yeah people are just like sick of him. Exactly. But, the, but, the, but the problem is, is that Tennis Australia, the organization that runs the Australian Open, need the name power of the world number one to try sell tickets. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a catch-22. Yeah. So, so the That'd next be the next couple of weeks will be interesting. But anyway, Josh, thank you for watching the 1992 Royal Rumble with me. And until next time, stay safe. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you so much.